as we said earlier, during this period of the retreat, the 345 setting, we're going to guide you in a different type of meditation. Meditation is called metta meditation. And the Pali word metta um, is often translated as loving kindness or friendship. This is loving kindness or friendship meditation. In this practice, we use mindfulness to sort of see what's happening in the present moment. And then unlike what we've been doing so far, we don't just watch the flow of present time experiences. We actually try to intentionally generate certain experiences. So in some ways it takes a little more effort to do this style of meditation. Your body is already breathing, your mind thinks tons without you even trying. So in the normal mindfulness meditation, you're just tracking what's happening as it's happening. In loving kindness meditation, you actually have to spend most of the period um, welcoming up this sense of loving kindness. And then your mind will wander. And then you recognize that happens, come back and see if you can again welcome up this sense of loving kindness. To do it, um, there, are, there are several ways that people um, have found useful to generate loving kindness practice. And then you get to, ex- you get to experiment to see um, what way works best for you. Ultimately, we want to bring these two practices together. And so the mindfulness practice that we've been doing, there'd be a very loving tone in your mind of what you're aware of. And then the loving-kindness practice tends to suffuse all the places you go, um, all the parts of your day. So they end up um, joining, but at first we practice them distinctly to kind of get them in uh, a robust form, and then we learn how to integrate them together. So to practice this form of meditation, You're asked to sit as comfortably as possible. So in the other style of meditation, we were sitting sometimes with some physical pain before we moved. Here, physical pain actually makes it hard for us to get into that loving kindness space. So if there's something you could do um, to start off in a comfortable place, and then if you feel pain coming up, (laughs) if you feel pain coming up during the practice, Um, you can attend to it more quickly so that you end up feeling uh, comfort, that you don't feel the strain of pain in your body while also trying to generate uh, the feelings of loving kindness. If you do end up moving, just move uh, slowly and quietly so as not to distract your neighbors. Stay as comfortable as possible and then know that there's really It's never possible to always be comfortable, but um, uh, if you can alleviate some pain that arises, um, please do that. It's believed that this practice of loving kindness um, was taught before the Buddha became uh, enlightened. So it's thought that he he was taught this by other teachers during his life and found it so useful that he brought it up within 
the Theravadan teachings, his lineage. This, pra- this practice can be done um, for years on end. And some people uh, will take a whole life, and this is what they do for their meditation practice. They're just deepening this potential of loving kindness. It doesn't reach some plateau. It keeps deepening as you practice it. So uh, for some of you, this is a beginning, and for others, um, you've done it before. For how many people is this the first time that you would be uh, practicing loving-kindness meditation formally like this? So some people have been experienced, some people are new. The uh, techniques of this practice, the, the starting techniques, are um, to sit comfortably, sit relaxed, and then to bring to mind any being where you feel the strongest sense of, of affection, of kindness, of joy in their presence. So <clears throat> for years I tried humans and was never very successful because <laughs> they're always so complicated. I was like, well, I, if I only see this person on Tuesday, that one time, that was great. But then Friday, uh, they did that thing. I was, And <clears throat> I, my loving kindness really didn't start until I practiced with a dog that I had in college. And that dog I had no complaint about. That dog was loyal, was lovely. And right there, my heart sort of like, oh, I love that dog. That dog is great. So I felt a little bad because I was starting with dogs. Now the people were already with humans. And <laughs> but <clears throat> you start where you feel loving kindness. So you draw to heart, you draw to mind some being where it's easy to feel that type of affection where you, um, you're happy when they're happy, you like to make them happy, you'd be concerned if they weren't, uh, if they're having a hard day. Um, some people actually feel this very powerfully for places uh, on earth. Some people feel this uh, when they sit by the ocean or when they go hiking through the woods. And it's actually that whole ecosystem that they love and appreciate Um, So, this is going to be different um, for each of you, uh, where you go to in this category. And it doesn't have to be just one. Don't don't necessarily try to find one. But see where your heart goes. Um, Who has shown you love? Who is it easy to love back? Who do you consider a friend? Uh, Who do you admire? Who is it easy to see the positive qualities of? That can be humans, animals, places in nature. So do a little personal survey. You might want to close your eyes and just think, who are these beings? Where are these places where I feel safe? Kindness comes out of me. Joy comes. My heart warms up.
And so already you're doing the loving kindness practice, turning your heart in the direction of where there's kindness and appreciation, sifting through the many beings you could connect to, finding the beings that for today are the easiest ones to connect to. And then call out the good qualities of that being. Everybody makes mistakes. But see if you can draw out the things you admire, the things you enjoy. Who's easiest to love? Now the third part of this practice is to work with us a, uh, a brief phrase that might engender the love and affection you feel towards this being. So one part is remembering, so it's more of a visual sense of the being. The other part is uh, welcoming the heart to feel warm. The third part is to see if there's a phrase you can repeat that might get the tone of the kindness that you are feeling towards this being. So I'll start with some classical phrases that you can start with. But if you find a better phrase that really um, resonates with how your heart is relating to this other being, then you can use that phrase instead. bringing this person to mind, this being or the place on the planet. Breathing in and out, especially in your heart center, in your chest, opening your heart. Then softly inside, try repeating this phrase May you feel safe and protected. May you feel safe and protected. May you feel safe and protected.
Another phrase to try is, may you feel healthy and strong. May you feel healthy and strong. You can also repeat, may you be happy and peaceful. And lastly, may you live at ease in this world. I'll repeat the phrases one more time and then give you a period of time to experiment to find what works best for you to stay connected. The felt sense of warmth in your heart, the image of a being or place that you love, and a short phrase that might resonate with the care you feel. May you be happy, sorry, may you feel safe and protected. May you be healthy and strong. May you be happy and peaceful. May you live at ease in the world. Even just doing one or two of those phrases is enough for finding a better phrase that works for you. Practice for a bit.
Some people like to do this practice with one hand on their heart as a support and a reminder. And you're welcome to stay with this being or this place. Yet I also invite you now to turn your attention towards yourself and see if you can find those aspects of yourself where you can find kindness and a healthy sense of pride, a gentleness towards yourself. Maybe it's who you are right here sitting in this hall. Maybe it's a memory from when you did something for another person. A time of life where you felt happy and content. So tune into yourself. And see if you can welcome a beautiful heart connection to this one being you've lived with since your birth. And see if we can further open up a kind, forgiving, understanding relationship with this one tender being 
May I feel safe and protected. May I be healthy and strong. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live at ease in this world. What would it be like to end the war you have with yourself? The war you have with your body? Wishing this being were different, better. The way we look, the way we sound. What would it be like to have a kind relationship to oneself?
And you can stay with yourself for as long as you like. And I also invite you now to consider some other dear friend, some other being where it's easy to feel that love, loyalty, joy in their company, your delight in their welfare. Who comes to mind? See if you can single out a dear friend. Open your heart in their direction. And experiment with phrases that might resonate with how your heart feels. May you be safe and protected May you be healthy and strong. May you be happy and peaceful. May you live at ease in the world.
Dame, eh, ricordi.